Welcome to the Fitz Life Unfiltered Podcast with Kim and Jamie Fitzpatrick, former employees turned successful online entrepreneurs, speakers, parents, and couple. Thank you for tuning in. We know your time is valuable, and their goal is to help you live abundantly, provide value and tips on achieving physical, mental, spiritual, and financial wealth while navigating this crazy-ass thing we call life. Are you ready? Let's go! All right. It's me again. It's just Kim in the studio. I am super excited to give you a little short burst again of something that's on my heart, something that I've been really working on. This whole this whole mantra of mine for the last year has been be her now. And I want to talk about what that means when we think about this idea of being her now and really giving you permission to really think long and hard about the dreams you have for your life and the planning that you have for your life and the the vision that you have for my life, your, my life, your life. I've got a vision for my life, but what's the vision for your life, right? How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you want to, how do you want to act? How do you want your relationship to be and to feel? What does that, what does that feel like for you? What does it feel like to Think about instead of just talking about the external goal, we talk about how we want to feel in the different parts of our lives. What is that? What does that kind of mean for you? And one of the things that I've really learned through all of this is knowing how you actually want to feel is the most potent form of clarity that you can have. And when you generate those feelings day and day and day after, that's when things start to shift and start to change. And it's the most powerfully creative thing that you can do with your life. I, I want to ask you a question. And here's, here's what I want to ask. If you, if you had to commit to yourself for 12 weeks and you knew that, and if I told you that you would have no results for 12 weeks, you would have no results. You wouldn't feel different necessarily physically or spiritually or, or mentally or emotionally, but on the, on the 12th week, and the, the seventh day, everything changes, everything. You wake up different and happier and in the, the closer to the goal that you have for your physical state and closer to the feeling of lightness and happiness and joy and cl- clarity. If I told you that, but you had to do the work day in and day out, day in and day out for 12 weeks, would you give yourself that gift knowing that the the real prize is at the end of that compounding work. That's the stuff that I want to chat with you about today and really take the lid off of the be her now philosophy that I'm really working hard with my clients on and I want to do so much there's so much coming underneath this whole topic of being her now but be her now means you're going to make those choices that feel maybe a little bit like, oh crap, I really would just love to go veg out and, and and numb out and do all those things. But if if that's not closer or moving you closer to the goal of how you want to feel, because the next morning you do that, you'll feel hungover, bloated, irritated, anxious. Is that serving you? Those are the things that I want to, and if it does serve you, awesome. Go do that. But if it doesn't serve you, I want to give you that lens or that permission to think a little differently. 
if we're truly thinking about how we want to feel and you really want to bring more light and and life into your life, we have to make some different choices and we have to start focusing on thinking about not chasing the goal itself of whatever that is for you, but you're chasing the feelings that you that that you hope are coming with that goal that you're setting. And that is so much what's happening with with the be this whole philosophy of be her now, where when you start to plan your day or you plan your choices or you you start to have these intentional actions, you're actually planning your life. And this is what turns into living this best life for you because you're waking up as your best version. I know when I was I was completing this what's called the 75 hard challenge, and that was don't have alcohol, you know, not having any dessert. And that sounds super restrictive to some people. And and it can feel restrictive, but it didn't feel restrictive to me because I actually didn't like how I felt when I was having alcohol and sugar. It affected my headaches. It affected my mood. It affected how I could wake up with ease and clarity and joy. And if I am and will continue to build multiple businesses that are multiple figures, well, I can't be unclear. And we have to get gritty on that. What do you actually want my life and my goals aren't yours. So to some people, they don't want to do that. They don't want to not have alcohol. They don't want to not have sugar. They don't want to have to walk outside every day. They don't want to do those things. And that's perfectly okay. But what do you want? If you're going to think about this version of you and this idea of being her now, what does that look like for you? What help do you need to enlist in order to achieve that? Do you have support? Do you have a plan in place? Do you have habits and patterns and routines? Do you know where to start? Right? If you want to start a morning routine or reignite it, I want to give you permission to stop following what everyone else is doing and think about what will serve you. It's amazing to pull resources and tools from other people, but how is that going to serve you? What is it that fires you up? Does journaling serve you? Does it work for you? Does it scare you? Does meditation scare you? My God, it scared me forever. I was like, I am not meditating. And finally, Angela Congton, who's an incredible meditation coach, if you need support, she's a great place to start. She's on Instagram and she's got a website, Angela Congton. I'll put her notes, I'll put her info in the show notes. But like she said to me, she's like, it's so funny that you tell me you don't have time to meditate. She's like, because the people, and she's air quoting, right? Like rolling her eyes. She's like, because the people that are so busy are the ones that need meditation the fucking most. And I was like, you're right. And for me, meditation was scary. I didn't want to get silent. I was so, so convicted to be so busy all the time that I didn't have to think. And I'll tell you, my worst days are my busiest days because I'm short and I'm anxious and I don't have time to think or breathe. And you need to give yourself permission to, when you're thinking about this topic, this idea, this, 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 this mantra, right? We've got amazing stickers that say, be her now. I've got them all over from Legacy by Kim. You can purchase them. They're amazing reminders. They're amazing nudges. Um, but when you think about be her now, like, what does that even mean to you? What does that mean for you? What do you what do you want? How do you want to feel? And you know, how do you the best way I've learned to figure out how I want to feel 
is actually figure out how I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel tired. I don't want to feel depleted. I don't want to feel rushed. I don't want to feel hurried. I don't want to feel short. I don't want to feel agitated. I don't want to feel anxiety. I don't want to feel less than. I don't want to feel disappointed in myself because I am breaking promises to myself that is actually making my quality of life diminish. I don't want to be caught up in numbing, scrolling, buffering, running away from my life because things hurt. I do want to feel that hurt because when I feel the hurt, I can heal the hurt. But when we run away from it, we don't give ourselves time to grieve and to cry and to grow and to heal and to lead. And we spend a lot of our life on autopilot and we spend a lot of our life getting from one destination to the other and you don't even know how you got there. Does that ever happen to you in the car? Well, that's a lot like life and your goals. I mentioned in our vision workshop, you can get the recording in our, uh, uh, on, on YouTube and the, I'll link the show notes, uh, today too, as well, where you can grab the recording. But one of the things I love to talk about is the opportunity when I got to go to Montreal and I was a, I was baby. I was a baby. I was like 24, 25 in at Sunrise Senior Living. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like they are sending me as an expert in Alzheimer's and dementia care to go to this floor. Maybe I was 25. Anyway, 24, 25, to go to help this new open and help these people and help them teach them and learn and get everything set up. And I got to Montreal and I said no to the Tom Tom. I'm totally dating myself here. We did, there was no Tom Tom there and I was so lost and I had no direction. I had a flip phone at that time. I had no idea how to get anywhere and I couldn't read the signs because they were in French. And I pulled over to the side of the road and I started bawling. I was like, I can't do this. I don't know how to read a map. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I called Jamie. God bless him. He didn't divorce me or break up with me. We were dating at the time. And he had to walk me through how to get to my hotel. The next day, I did get a Tom Tom. I expensed it. I was trying to keep expenses down. And I realized how important it is to have a GPS in your life. And how do you have a destination because if you don't know where you're going and you're just blinding, blindly trying to lead yourself down these roads and these maps that you don't understand and they're in a different language, yeah, it's frustrating and you want to shut down and you want to stop doing what you're doing. But if you pause and you're prepared and you make a plan and you know what you're going to be doing and you know what you're going to encounter and you're prepared for it, gosh, you can do anything. You can. You can do anything. And it is important to understand that when you get clear on how you want to feel or the goals you have or the version of you you want to be, you can move closer toward her. But if you don't have an idea of how you want to either improve or elevate or level up or, or grow, well, then you're going to stay the same. And nothing changes if nothing changes. And that may be awesome for you. And you may be really happy and comfortable and safe where you are. And that's amazing if that's where you want to stay. But I want to talk to the women that don't want to stay there. I want to talk to the women that that are still chasing that version of themselves that they know that's inside of themselves. Actually, in fact, you may not even know what's inside of you because you haven't even given yourself a fighting chance to say, I can do more. I am worth this. I was born for this. 
and you see self-esteem and worth are totally different. Self-esteem is like, okay, I can do this. I've done this check. Okay, this is great. I've proven my competency. Great. This is great. But the self-worth, you already have that. Yet, you know, we rely on our self-esteem and 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 positive reinforcements from other people to determine our worth rather than knowing that you have this 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 undeniable energy and an attraction and and this 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 vivaciousness for yourself already. And part of all of that, all of your experience, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad, the messy, the hard, the beautiful, all of this contributes to the version of you you want to be. And you just get to take what you want with you forward. And you get to leave the lessons behind that don't serve you anymore or you've outgrown. And that's all part of being her now. Being her now is giving yourself permission to say, I deserve this. I'm worth this. My family is worth my work. My goal is to not raise children that need to recover from their childhood. And that requires me to be a different version of who I was when I met their dad and who I was when I got married and who I was when I became a mama. It is my responsibility to change because if I stayed in the old version of me, my children would need to recover from their childhood and that is not happening with me. The intergenerational traumas stop now and you're in control of that. And part of that is hard. Yep, it is. It fucking sucks. And it's hard having really crucial conversations with people and it is hard putting boundaries in and it is hard changing the trajectory. But is the other side easier? I say no. Being her now is you really leaning in to your voice, your inner knowing, your intuition, and nobody can do this work for you. It is leaning in and doing the things when you don't want to do it. It is moving your body. It is drinking more water. It is figuring out what serves you and what doesn't. And it's giving yourself unapologetic, radical permission to step into who you are and own it. And not every day is going to be roses. Not every day is going to be good. There are days where you are going to feel like a ton of bricks has hit you. And that's learning and that's growth and that's energy. And it's up to you to say, hey, what am I depleted in right now? Where do I need to balance that energy? And that's where developing a strong habit and strong routines and strong practices will root you in what you need to build your life because you're in training for this life and your life is just getting started. You know, I... I saw a quote once on Instagram. It's like level eight is 80. So like I'm only on level four of life, right? Like some of you listening are on level two, you're 20 or you're on level three, you're 30. If we think about that, we have so much more life. Like we got to get to level 10. We are so far from that level yet we cut ourselves off. Imagine you do the work at this level. Jane Fonda, life's third act. Uh, It's an oldie, but a goodie. If you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. Jane Fonda, Life's Third Act. She was talking about this. She was in her 60s, I think, right? Yeah, third act, Um, 50s or 60s. And she's like, I'm just healing through the shit that I had to heal through. And I was like, yes. I remember hearing that when I was 30. And I was like, okay, if I can get through this now, I won't be dealing with this when I'm 60. I won't be dealing with this when I'm a grandma. I'm going to be able to be there and present and healed and not bringing my shit forward for generations to come. And part of that is owning you. Part of that is getting the help you need. 
part of that is is having those important conversations and saying, I need this, this, or that, or I don't need this, this, or that. And when you get clear on how you want to feel, the pursuit itself becomes really exciting. It becomes really gratifying. And I want you to remember that what you want is a feeling. It's a vibration. It's an energy. And the more that you talk about that, and the more that you put your energy into that, you will get more of that back. But if you're sitting there scrolling, competing, whatever that is, maybe it's not competing, but like judging, um, feeling less than, um, feeling ashamed versus trying to say, well, what's going to pull me out of those feelings? What does make me feel alive? What does make me feel aligned? What does make me feel clear? And going and living over there more, you're going to start to see that shift. You're going to start to see that change. And only you are in charge of this. Only you can really look your desire in the freaking eye. And Mark Epstein says this, desire is a teacher. When we immerse ourselves in it without guilt, shame, or clinging, it can show us something special about our own minds and it allows us to embrace life fully. Something really cool happens when you start to actually ask yourself, what do I want? How do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? How can I show up today? How am I going to do that? And little by little, you start making these mini, mini, mini choices. And every day you make a little bit better choice for you, it's going to be a better choice for your life. And it's going to be a better choice for your family. And it's going to be a better choice for your career. And do you feel that ripple? It's a ripple. So literally what you want, what you want to feel, where you want to grow, where you want to be is all what's going to lead you back to your soul. And at the end of the day, we're all just walking each other home. So let's figure that out. Let's put our egos aside. I always say, and this is a way, this is from, I learned this from Wayne Dyer under excuses be gone when I would listen to him for the hours I was driving all over Southern Ontario for my job um, in senior living. And I would literally listen to hours and hours and hours of Brendan Bouchard, Wayne Dyer, Robin Sharma. And Wayne Dyer said, he said, when you ego is edging God out. And when you edge God out, you edge out your alignment and you edge out your soul and this culture of hustle and hurry and 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 striving and go, 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 and must be, it 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 takes over the essence of what you actually want and listening and getting quiet and maybe taking some things off your plate so you have room for the things that actually want you want in your life. Be her now. What is the version of you? What would it look like in five years from now or 10 years from now? And you wake up. And you are opening your porch on the Florida home you want to own. And you have done everything you need to visualize the curtains blowing in the wind and the salt air coming in. And you're able to get up and you say, I did that. I created this. I manifested this. And you did that through action. It didn't just magically happen, but it takes the work of you saying, this is what I want. This is where I want to grow. This is who I am. And the more you talk about it, the more you feel it, the more you think on it, the more things are attracted into your life that are more like that. If you're going to bitch about it, if you're going to be complaining, if you're going to be frustrated, if you're going to be sad, if you're going to be 
judgment, all the things, those are vibrations. If you're going to be turn, choose to live in the light, see the good, things are happening for me, how can I handle this situation with respect and love and autonomy? You are going to see a difference in your life. Being her now is really being in control of how you want to feel, how you want your soul to be, and where you want to grow. I hope this was helpful. Tag me, share your takeaways, hashtag be her now, and let's live our best lives because it is available for you too. Go where you're envious. Go tug on that feeling. Explore it. Be her now. You have been listening to the Fitz Life Unfiltered podcast with Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick. Please share this with your friends, family, and everyone looking to level up in their life. Leave a review and smash the shit out of the subscribe button. All resources and contact info are in the episode notes. Thank you for listening.